With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. Is it the end of the line for landlines? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Before cell phones, a twisted pair of copper wires that linked our homes to the local phone company kept us all connected. Today, in much of California, the telecom giant AT&T is still required to provide that basic landline phone service to anyone who wants it. Now, though, AT&T is asking regulators for relief from that obligation. The company says no customer will be left without voice or 911 service. Californians weighing in, by and large, are skeptical. One from the city of Santa Rosa told regulators that in emergencies like recent storms and fires of the last few years, our only communication was through our landline. Regina Costa of the Utility Reform Network, an advocacy group, says having a carrier of last resort matters. It means it can't pick and choose that it will provide service to some customers and not others. It means the service is supposed to be reliable. It means they can't pick and choose. Uh, I'm going to put my money into this neighborhood, but I'm not going to put service into that neighborhood. It's based on the notion that it is absolutely imperative for society that everyone in our nation has the ability to get essential communication service for your family, for communicating with your job, for communicating with your school, for communicating with social service agencies and other governments, and especially in times of emergencies. And who would be most affected by a change like this? Are we talking about The elderly, um, is this mostly rural communities, low-income households? The obvious people who would be affected are those customers who have kept their copper landlines. But the obligation to serve covers every type of landline voice service, not just the traditional copper line. But yes, initially, it would be the traditional copper line. Um, If you're an elderly customer and you rely on that line, say, for medical services... Um, or you're a rural customer and you rely on that line because you can't get a cell phone signal, there's no cable service in your area, all of those people would be affected. But the other part to this is that the 
The properly maintained copper network will function during a power outage. If you are using a phone, say you're in downtown San Francisco, you're in downtown San Jose or Los Angeles, um, and you are using a telephone that relies on VOIP, in order for that phone to work when the power is out for an extended period, you have to have both backup power at your home or your business, or you have to have backup and you have to have backup power in the network. Mm-hmm. VOIP being voice over internet protocol, which is an alternative to landline service that was introduced. I remember actually 20 years ago when I was a producer in a small city in California called Redding. We did a story about VoIP, as it was called then, V-O-I-P, um, being introduced. And it was such a big deal. It seemed like a very good thing, actually. It can be a good thing. I mean, there, there are a couple of things. The VOIP call quality for voice service is not the best. But the, the bigger thing is that the way the networks are designed, it needs commercial power. And if the power goes out, the service goes out. Mm-hmm. It's the same for cell phone service. And the argument on carrier of last resort, AT&T doesn't want to do it anymore. And they claim that there are all sorts of options available to people. And then you ask, well, what are those? And they point to cell phone companies or they point to cable companies or they point to another service that they would offer where they will put fiber optic to a certain point near a neighborhood and then have everyone else be on a wireless service. But that all raises the problem of backup power. If the power is not there, the service is not going to work. And we found that out the hard way during the wildfires um, of a couple of years ago, where a lot of the service went out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Regina Costa, Telecom Policy Director at the Utility Reform Network, an advocacy group. How would a change like this affect places like hospitals or fire stations or even small businesses that use landlines that depend on them in some cases? I think it affects them in a, in a very bad way. Businesses themselves will lose essential services. And there are some areas in the state that do not have the advanced networks. But the other side of it is their customers will lose or not their customers, their patients or people who are facing an emergency will lose a a key way of contacting these agencies. If you are out on the far end of of a mountain road, you are likely not going to have a cell phone service. You would have a copper landline. If you did not have that copper landline, you would be driving for a very long time to try to even contact the local fire station or a local sheriff. Well, AT&T has said because of the obligation that they have under this carrier of last resort regulation, they're required to take on the cost of maintaining two different networks, one of which has fewer and fewer subscribers each year. What do you say to the concern that they raise that they're supporting a network that is dying out over time anyway? AT&T itself has been trying to push customers away from its copper network. It just does not want to bear the expense of maintaining it even though they have made a lot of money on this. How does this fight in California fit into a bigger national trend? It fits into a trend because AT&T in particular wants to get out of the landline telephone business. 
And so it is going to different states and particularly state legislatures to try to convince them to allow them to get rid of this service. They've also gone to the FCC in 13 states. They just filed this application to say that they're going to shut down their traditional phone service and that when that happens, if the FCC allows them to do it, when it happens, customers will be on a month-to-month contract where AT&T can discontinue that service at any time. And so people, other states will look at California and say, well, what is California doing here? So that, I think, is how it fits in. Because some other states have capitulated, do you expect we're just going to see kind of a cascade effect where more and more states kind of end up doing this too, where, you know, they're being hit by all these requests from telecom companies? I actually think you might see the opposite because with climate change, the number of weather events and fire events that we're seeing across the country are escalating. And with that, I think states are recognizing the importance of ensuring that there are essential communications, regardless of the technology that is being used. And that it's absolutely essential to make sure that everyone can communicate during those disasters. And if you don't have a carrier of last resort, how do you ensure that this essential communication takes place. You can't. That was Regina Costa at TURN. In a statement, AT&T said it operates wireline networks in 21 states across the country, and that 20 of those have already let the company move away from copper lines. They say none of their landline customers have lost service as a result. Here in California, AT&T says its application with state regulators is the first step of a process to phase out copper-based landline phone service as demand for it declines. In an article on this issue, Wired notes that while AT&T has said it won't cut off phone service immediately, ending the carrier of last resort obligation would make it easier for AT&T to drop its phone lines later on. We've posted AT&T's full statement on our website, marketplacetech.org. Rosie Hughes produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.